Hi, this is Davey from the Brad Tag. Uh, you're listening to Witch Police Radio on Witch Police Radio. Witch Police. Witch. Sam, and I'm doing an episode myself this week, uh, talking to Dave Zagarek from the band uh, The Broad Attack and about 15 other bands, but Dave's been on the show before, and he's talking to me right now over Skype from Ottawa, right? Hello! How's it going? Uh, good. Are you actually in Ottawa, or are you somewhere else? No, no, I'm uh, living in Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa's amazing. Yeah? Well, I think people who maybe know of The Broad Attack know of it as a Winnipeg band, right? So, yes. I mean, it's been a while, uh, I guess, since it's been a Winnipeg band, but can you, like, maybe just fill people in on what the history since Winnipeg has been? Oh, okay, so Winnipeg, uh, Brad Tech originated in Winnipeg in 2001, yeah. um, and then I proceeded to move to Newfoundland in 2007, Okay. but uh, the Brad Tech band members stayed in Winnipeg, and I just met up with them, um, and eventually they became disinterested uh, in the band. Um, 
just like you know got old and you know <laughs> wanted to like get married and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so um so yeah um eventually once um dave Halcrow stepped down full-time um we moved the band full-time to newfoundland okay uh, and then we started playing regularly 2000, uh, 2012. Yeah, 2012 was the first Brattack show in Newfoundland. Okay. And, uh, yeah, th- that lineup went pretty strong. We played a zillion shows, but didn't t- do any touring. Uh, just people, it was inconvenient for them, or just, you know, it wasn't... So, didn't fit in their, their their lives or their schedules. Right, right. Um, so that band was super well polished. Uh, we had over like 35, 40 songs we could play at any given point. Um, Just from like the history of the band's catalog from like back in the day and stuff? Yeah. And um, I think we I sent you a live recording for Witch Police. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, by the time people hear this, that'll be up actually. So there's yeah, already, yeah. there's already a lot of like a ton of Brad Tech stuff up on Witch Police for people who yeah. haven't who haven't checked it out yet. But yeah, Dave sent me some more stuff that by the time you hear this, will be up there for free download, which is really cool. So, but okay, so you're not one now, and this is a completely new band, or is it some of the same people from? Um, my my friend or my friend, my cousin Terry, who played in the band, um, on tour in 2012. Okay. Um, he's back on guitar. So. Oh, cool. Okay. And then the other three people are uh, newer members. Um, Jay, um, who's been in a ton of bands uh, from Ottawa and like the Ottawa region. Yeah. Uh, he's also one of the organizers for Spider Fest. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you know what Spider Fest is. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't know what that is. No. It's, a, it's like a big um, punk rock festival that happens every year at um, a location called Spiderland. Okay. Which was a punk rock commune in. Uh, southern ontario and it used to be called uh punk fest okay uh and then spider uh, who was an older punk rocker passed away and passed on the legacy to jay the drummer and uh because um, jay uh, lived on the commune for a while and um it really helped him when he was younger and uh um so jay has like a history of like organizing for this uh spider fest or punk fest okay um then uh tim as uh, the bass player, and he also plays in um, Alcohol Fueled, uh, The Whiskey Shits, <laughs> and um, I think that's... He used to be the roadie for The Whiskey Shits, and now he's the bass player. Okay. Um, and then um, Sarah, the singer, she played in an all-girl, um, kind of like street punk band called Raw Raw Riot. Oh, really? Okay, I've heard of that band, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Um, they're originally from... She's originally from Cornwall, Okay. And saw the Brad Tack play in like 2004, 2005. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. Pretty much the new crew. And have Flash. they have they learned all of the old songs, or do you just kind of? I mean, every time there's a new lineup, do you kind of cut out some songs, or is it still the same entire catalog? Uh, we're trying to learn as much as we can from the back catalog, but we start writing new stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, we have a new music video. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we started learning that. Um, and then we have Sarah wrote a new song called Barcode Your Babies, okay. which um, we're going to record a 7-inch for, um, but we found out that the pressing for 7 inches is backed up five months, so our plan to release it before the European tour uh, isn't going to work out in our favor. Is that just because vinyl's cool again and everyone's trying to get records pressed? Yeah, and I think a vinyl plant shut down in um, Quebec or somewhere in the eastern Canada. Okay. 
or maybe it was the eastern states, and it put, yeah, okay. just uh, getting the actual process of getting the uh, finals pressed is going to be not in our favorite time-wise. Right, but you have a full-length CD coming out. We have a full-length. Um, is yeah, it just CD or digital, uh, or what's the... Sorry? CD, digital, what's the, uh, what, what format? Uh, it, we're, we're, we pressed a thousand CDs. Okay. Um, and we're, we're re- releasing it ourselves, completely DIY. Cool, cool. Uh, the, uh, it's basically the represent, representative of the Newfoundland lineup. Okay. And some of the, um, I started writing it when I was in Winnipeg in 2012. Um, because I had a lot of free time working the overnights at the ESO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I started the writing process there, and it took about three years to complete. Okay. Um, yeah, we finished it uh, before I left Newfoundland in like October 2014, um, and then we we spent the next like two three months mastering and editing and blah blah blah, all the things you need to do to get the uh, album complete. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. And it's coming out. Process, but it's ready to go. When's the uh, when's it being released? Uh, the official release is going to be February twenty first. Okay. Um, which is um, I'm not sure the the airing date of this podcast. It might is, be just it might be just before this. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see when it comes out, but it'll be around the time this comes out. So that's good. Yeah. Well, it, it'll, it'll be uh, available on our uh, Bandcamp for download for uh, price. Cool. Uh, it should be up, it'll be up on iTunes, and I think we're gonna have a free streaming on the uh, Witch Police website. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. So oh, no, yeah, we're, we're totally gonna do that. Yeah, we should do. We should just do that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying I hope so. I'm the one who does the website. It's, <laughs> I have to decide if it's gonna happen. Or not. Yeah, I, we should do it. It'll be up there. Just tell people. Yeah, it'll be up there. Anyway, um, for people who haven't heard this, this show before, uh, the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word each week, and we kind of pick songs that are relate relate to the theme. So this week, uh, the word that came out of the word generator was rat, which is a pretty good one. I mean, uh, I don't know what you thought about that one, but I mean, there's a lot of songs, I think, that deal with rats and uh, the various ways you can interpret that word. So um, I think I'm going to start it off by picking a song, if that's okay with you. And uh, the song I'm going to choose is by The Skins, uh, and the song's called Rat-a-tat-tat, and I know you're a fan of The Skins. Oh, they're so good. Have you heard their new their new single? Yes, I did. It's I awesome. played it last night when I was really, really drunk for my birthday. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> but, yeah, let's check out that. This is, this is the first Skin song I heard. I think you may have actually showed it to me. I don't know where I saw it first, but um, this is off their first record, and it's probably my favorite still of their tracks. So this is Rat a Tat Tat by the Skins. <laughs> I'll blame it on my 
I've been going so crazy for maze and I wait for today Better land to be sleeping in hell Like a fragment climbing back into my And it's late as you make him a change I became it and raised up top But I ain't in a solid got top But I'm blaming myself Long stop feeling pain from my girl Mom died and I wait in a world for a minute Friends in the way of the world that I live in And I don't wanna give it Got an easy, I'm finished And the quality of the minutes And I'm feeling kind of sick and short line And it seems good life bitches Never took time, I did my free wishes Never got online and keep myself singing Could say that I scored the end winning But mate, that's winning, innit? Tap by the Skins, um, and yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's such a good band. So good. Like of all the of all the the, the ska reggae, you know, anything of that genre that I've heard recently, like they're they're like right up there. It's unbelievable. Every song that I've, I've heard is great. Have you seen any of their live footage? Yeah, it looks really cool too. Like where, where they they actually like play and they have like someone doing all the um, the, the digital delay or yeah. the, the delay effects. Yeah, it's awesome. And the it's thing dope. is thing that's so cool too is that they have like three different singers yeah like the drummer is probably the best singer in the whole group which is crazy and then like the other guy it's really on that yeah it's super cool i, I think that people in the uk in general have do better at that kind of stuff than people in north america i don't know what it is but like you know all those english ska bands and stuff are just so much better <laughs> i'm not sure what the reason is it's just it's something about it just uh, i mean a lot of the a lot of the hip-hop i listen to now lately too is from the uk as well so I don't know. I guess I just uh, like English music. But uh, anyway, um, the Broad Attack. What is the name of the new album? Uh, and they called us savages. Pretty good title. And uh, like, so uh, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you want me to talk? Yeah, about, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What's the? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I know what the reasoning is behind it, but let's uh, let's get into it. Well, um, the premise of the album is um, 
think uh, I really got pushed towards uh, Native struggles in the last like few years. Yeah. Uh, with incidents of being like being Native and like being a lot of racism directed towards me. Yeah. Um, a lot from Winnipeg, some from Newfoundland. Um, and then it really pushed me in that direction to, to read more about it and get more involved. Um, not like uh, not involved politically, but just like um, just learning more about um, the struggle of, of uh, Indigenous people in Canada. Yeah. So I uh, read a lot more, read a lot more about the history of like the uh, of the residential schools and, yeah. um, and and its effect on like the the Indigenous population. So um, the album has a, a picture of a priest and a nun over a mass grave of dead Native children. Wow. And the titles, and they call them savages. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, when the, when the Christians and the Canadian government were just fucking horrible towards the indigenous yeah. population in Canada, like yeah. they, they basically did genocide, uh, and it's still ongoing to this day. Yeah, well, I mean, especially talking about Winnipeg too, it's like a huge issue in Winnipeg always. But I mean, especially now since that McLean's thing came out. And yeah, like, the McLean's thing, and well, and all the things that led to the McLean's, all the horrible shit that led to the McLean's article happening too, for sure. So, I mean, when you have, you know, you've had a lot of band members, obviously, <laughs> over the history of the band, like because your music is is so politically motivated. Do you are you trying to find people who share the same beliefs when you're putting the bands together? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 helpful when people um, believe along the same lines as, as politically, like, um, it, it, it's going to be hard to find people who are straight up like, um, anarchist, uh, yeah. anti-state, um, anti-capitalist people in, in general to be in a band with, but usually, uh, the people I work with are very left and come from different backgrounds politically and socially, Yeah, uh, which gives it a nice diverse tinge, um, when like talking about politics. It's not just my opinions. It's, everyone has a different take on things. But are you? You're still the main songwriter, though, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah. Just, for the for the most part, um, uh, Tim or the bass player and Sarah started contributing, okay. which is like um, a first. Not a first, but like it's been a while since I've had collaborators since um, like to help write songs, like Channel, yeah. or, uh, who's still sometimes. Well, she played with the band last year, a few a few shows, and still kills right. it on stage. Yeah, yeah, um, she's definitely your best live front person, I think. Yeah, in over the uh, of the singers I saw, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like she she definitely contributed lyrically to some of the songs, but other than that, it's been mostly me the whole up until recently. So. Yeah. So, is that? I mean, do you prefer it that way? Um, I love people when they can when they can contribute uh, lyrics and like song ideas. Yeah. Um, I used to be a lot more, um, I don't know, you know, retentive about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like you know, the second album, uh, Ben Rodecker wrote like, right. three, yeah. three or four songs, and yeah. I was totally stoked on that. I, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Never mind. <laughs> I, I didn't have a collaborator. Yeah. On the second album. Yeah. But I mean, the band the band lineup is always so transient. Like <laughs> people are coming and going all over the place over the you know the twelve years or whatever it's been since you had it, right? So I mean, I guess as you writing the songs has just been to keep it consistent because you don't know how long someone's going to actually be a member. Yeah, it's like oh they're they're going to go to university now or oh they're they're 
married now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they got a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. But, yeah, that's what happened to our, to our drummer in Newfoundland, Brian. He had kids. Yeah. Yeah, that does it, that does it for you. Yeah, <laughs> that ends that ends the band thing for sure. Um, so you're you said, yeah, you do it now first. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm not in bands anymore. I do this now. <laughs> it's a radio show. But um, you said you were going on tour to Europe. Yeah, uh, we have our our um, plane tickets booked. We're nice. leaving May 14th until the 31st, and we're doing three three weekends, like 16 days of shows. Cool. Or at least we're gonna try, we're gonna try to do 16 days of shows. Where where, where you, what countries are you going to? Uh, we're landing in Germany, and we're gonna probably go down to Serbia. Oh, right on. So you can you can move, to go to the homeland. Sorry. Go to your homeland there. Yeah. Go back to the go back to the fatherland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, we're we're gonna try to hit up the other countries if they'll take us. Right. Czech Republic. Trying to go maybe, hopefully to Sweden, cool. maybe Italy, cool. France. Is this the first time the Brad Attack? I know you've toured with other bands, like with Dead Peasants and stuff, right? Is this the first time the Brad Attack has toured Europe? First time Brad Attack has toured Europe. That's cool. Um, yeah, we've done it, I've done it before with Dead Peasants and um, and Class Orchids. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but, so, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, also Dead Peasants are also going on tour as well. So you're in two well. bands touring together? Yep. Sounds like fun. <laughs> There's like a lot of songs to remember. Um, are is there already like an audience for the Brad Attack out there? Like, I mean, do you know if people have heard your stuff? I mean, I know there's a lot of it out there online that's available. Like, oh yeah. Um, well, we've definitely been reviewed in Europe before. We sold some albums to nice. people. Oh, um, uh, Kaylee said we sold a lot through uh, Bandcamp to Germany. Oh, cool. Uh, before we even announced the tour, this was like. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Well, I mean, we're, we're like a very strong anti-fascist, anti-fa band. Um, right, yeah, yeah. And politically, and the climate in Europe is very political in the in the punk rock department. Um, I think we're definitely have a lot of punk rockers in Europe's musical. Yeah. Whatever you want to call uh, it, yeah. 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 Um, how, how do you think that this new material is going to go over there? Because... I mean, the native issues, like, the, you know, there's not really indigenous people in Europe, and the same situation is, it's, like, very foreign to them, I guess. Like, I mean, how do you think that that's going to go over? Germans are, are very fascinated with native culture yeah. in, in my previous travels. Um, they love talking about and learning about uh, indigenous struggles in North America. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, like, it, it goes over really well, and, like, yeah, they, they just go batshit crazy over native stuff <laughs> cool cool um, and like, we met this band called Rasta Nas it's really great or they were like a pop punk um, they're not, they weren't like poppy punk but like old school pop punk okay uh, and then when they met us they were like Indians and I'm like oh, oh wow <laughs> we're super stoked yeah yeah that's cool um, so okay we're gonna play another song now so you did you come up with anything to go with the rap theme that you want to uh, play yeah yeah um the band the queers oh awesome and it's called oh rambo rat rambo rat all right rambo rat the queers let's check it out
right, that was the queers. I'm back with Dave from the Brad Attack and the Dead Peasants Revolt. And what else? How many other bands are you in right now? Oh, only one more. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you in like 15 last time I talked to you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's What's the third band you're in? Uh, Black Mass Brigade. That still exists too. That still exists. Is that another one that got ported from Newfoundland to to Ottawa? Same, any of the same people or the same deal? It's just new, new lineup. Oh, uh, just a new bass player, new drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, new, uh, Dead Peasants was different though. We had we dragged over. Um, it's all Newfoundlanders other than the drummer. Oh, really? So they all moved with you? Well, I guess well, I guess Kaylee's technically not. Well, she was in. New, yeah. But she was there. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, well, they, they came before me. They they happened to move. They left. We're like, oh, we're going to Ottawa. Oh, really? And then, we just ended up here as well. It's good. So what's all? The, all the punks left Newfoundland. And all came to Ottawa. I get <laughs> all, all in Ottawa. With with all the bands though, I mean, like there's just three now, which is like a downsizing from before. But like, I mean, you're writing a lot of the songs for all these bands anyway. What is the difference between like a Brad Attack song and a Dead Peasants song? I mean, when you're writing it, what's the? Um, Graham, the bass player, described. Dead Peasants is just more crusty and more punk rock. Right. Uh, where Brad Tack's a little more polished and more, I don't know, I guess the new stuff's a little more hardcore. Right. Because, I mean, some of the Brad Tack stuff fairly recently was a little crustier. Like, the uh, that, he, that demo you did that had Hail Satan and stuff on it, that was fairly crusty, that stuff. Like, I mean, compared that, to the older stuff, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I just try to dif- differentiate the... Uh, the type of riffs and the type of sound I'm going for each band. Right. Is there any sharing between bands with songs, though? I mean, like, will uh, Dead Peasants, like, will they, will they play a Brad Attack song if they need a song to fill a set? Like, do they know each other's songs, the band members? Or? Uh, no. The current lineup doesn't, but the old Dead Peasants did used to cover Revolution Radio just to fill up time. Right, right. Also, because back in, that, in 2012, uh, the Brad Attack wasn't very active. Right, right. Okay, so what do you, what what? How do you define the genre of the Brad Attack now? Because I mean, I think back when it started, people might have called it pop punk. Uh, I mean, and then it kind of progressed to a bunch of different things. And it seems like with every with every solid lineup you have, at least there's like a different sound. I mean, because there's so many people who kind of came and went, but with every kind of distinct lineup, I mean, the Johnny Channel lineup is very different from the original lineup with Tetro, and that's very different from the lineup with Ben and those guys, and and that's different from what you have now. I'm sure. So like, what what is it? What kind of music is it? Jesus, uh, I, Brad Tech is the only band I can't like describe genre like because um, I don't think we fit in a genre like other than just saying punk. Yeah. Like there's so, there's so many subgenres in punk rock, I can't really describe. Yeah. It with a, a specific genre, like I, I can't say, oh yeah, we're like uh, UK eighty two DB, you know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which is all things I didn't know about until recently. Oh yeah, there's so many subgenres of everything that's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, what about the other ones, though? Like, is, is Dead Peasants easier to classify, or is it the same thing? Um, same idea. I just say it's a little more just crusty. Right, right. But, I mean, it's the same, same type of content, right? I mean, it's still the same kind of political content and some kind of yeah. message between all the bands. Yeah, with Dead Peasants, there's also some, like, definite folk elements in, in some of the, like, more popular songs. Like, it's not pop punk, it's more folk punk. Right. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then... To go back to the pop punk thing though, like you show me that video, which by the time this comes out, I'm sure that'll be out already. The music video for the for the, for the single from the new album, um, that's super poppy. 
Like that that reminds me of the old Brad attack, like from way back. And is that? I mean, was how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the message of it fits the sound of it, right? But I mean, can you tell me about the song? The song it just kind of like came to me. Like I wanted to write a song. I want okay. The, the new lineup in Ottawa proposed an idea of um, doing a music video. I was like, all right, that sounds great. And I was thinking about all the uh, songs on the album, and they're all super short on the new Brad Tack album. Yeah. And they're all pretty short, and um, I was like, ah, I want to do like a fun music video, but I, uh, but I, I want to write a song that would suit a fun music video because all the songs on the new album are very serious. Right. Um, so we, we wrote that last minute. I'd be listening to a ton of Masked Intruder. Okay, yeah, like on your shirt there, yeah. Not that people can see it yeah. when you're listening, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and, like, I was like, oh, I, w- I, want, I want to write a pop-punk song because it's been a while since I've done one, so. Yeah. That's kind of, I guess, where that came from, and obviously that's a, probably a throwback to the early, early Brad Attack material. Yeah, definitely, like the 2002 Brad Attack version or whatever, yeah. So, like, why... It's the Brad Attack's been around for so long now, like over a decade, probably coming up to a decade and a half right now, right? I mean pretty close yeah. I guess like so with all the different lineups and stuff why did you keep the broad attack as the broad attack instead of because a lot of people would probably just say oh fuck it this band is done I'm gonna start a totally new band and just do something new like what has been the reason I mean because you know most bands don't last anywhere near as long as this has regardless of lineups right like why I mean it's cool that the broad attack has lasted but why <laughs> why did you keep it going why? for something uh, cause it's, uh, for me it's just been super fun um I don't know. I really enjoyed the songs, and I always, I would, I feel sad if I couldn't play them again. Right. So I just kept running with it. I'm like, well, um, yeah, just, just just keep going. And like, obviously, I've done a lot of other projects and wrote a ton of other other material with yeah. Dead Peasant, yeah. Last Work, Black Mass Brigade, and a shit ton of other bands that I started and stopped. Um, I don't know. Brad Tank, just the songs. I guess have the most meaning to me and I just always love playing them yeah so yeah. I just kept it going cool it's... cool well I'm gonna don't want to talk to you more about that but I'm gonna pick another song now to go with the rat theme so uh, one of the first things that came to mind for me with rat was uh, Rat in Me Kitchen by UB40 and as you know I'm a big UB40 fan and uh, this is an awesome song it's like you know UB40 is fairly uh, fairly mellow and laid back and soft kind of reggae right I mean there's not, not a lot of hard uh Edge stuff. This is like the closest they get to dancehall. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it, I, I always like the song, and uh, yeah, so it fits the rat theme obviously because there's rat in the title and there's are talking about a rat in the kitchen in the song. So uh, let's check it out and we'll come back.
the boss. We're watching you now. Rewind this rhythm track to the staff. We can write about now. We have a rebel version. Same with a different style and pattern. Better known as an herbal version. That was UB40, Rat in My Kitchen, and uh, yeah, it's, I really like the song. I mean, I know UB40 has its detractors, for sure. Like, people think it's lame and, you know, like adult contemporary reggae, or whatever you want to call it, but I don't know. I, I always like them, and uh, yeah, it's a good band. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've talked about this on the show before. I don't know if you are aware of this, but UB40 right now, there is actually two bands called UB40. There's uh, one band has... Well, okay, you know, you know the singer, right? There's like the white guy who sings lead. And then there's uh, yeah. the dude with the dreads who does like the toasting vocals, right? 
Yeah. Those two guys quit the regular UB40 and the keyboard player, and they started their own UB40. So there's a UB40 happening right now that is all the other guys, and then the brother of the original singer, and then, okay. there's, then there's a UB40 with the, the two main singers and the original keyboard player and a bunch of new guys. And they're both competing as UB40 right now. Like, they're both touring. And it's hilarious to watch because it's, like, a bunch of 50 to 60-year-old guys, like, talking shit about each other on the internet. And uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Trying to sue each other and stuff over the name. And, I mean, obviously, if you're going to go see one of them, you're going to see the one that has the main songwriters and singers in it, right? Yeah. But the, the other one, so it, it's, it's really funny to watch, watch their little battles online because, like, someone will post, like, oh, awesome, I'm going to see UB40 tonight, and they'll tag it on Twitter or something, and then the other UB40 will go, no, no, it's not us, it's the other UB40. <laughs> it's just, like, this ridiculous mess. But I could kind of see that happening with the Brad Attack almost, maybe. <laughs> you had so many ex-members, right? You could just, like, you could have, like, seven Brad Attacks by now. I got me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is this a uh, new album being released on a label, or is it self-released, or what's what's happening with that? Uh, we're uh, in talks with uh, two American labels. Oh, really? Uh, so that could be a possibility. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we haven't talked to anyone in Europe yet, but as far as Canada goes, we're doing it completely DIY. I guess you can do that now a lot easier because of Bandcamp and stuff, right? Yeah, and, and you make it's easier to make money that way. Um the cost of pressing CDs has gone down drastically. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like half of what it used to cost like 10 years ago to print a thousand CDs. You think that's because uh, nobody wants CDs anymore though? Yeah, we're, we're going to do it on CDs, but like, I, I think one of the American labels does vinyl exclusively. That'd be cool. You've never done. Yeah, you've never had anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, CDs, do you think that like the reason it's so cheap is because no one really... I mean, people kind of, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they do, but like compared to digital, it's not even a thing, right? I mean, it's like a. So well, I mean, the, the last like Cross Canada Dead Peasants tour, we tried to go all digital, and we only burnt off a few copies for whoever wanted them. Okay. And like you know, we're, we were giving away down for free on Witch Please. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that's how we ended up with all being like the number one. Is it still number one download? Yeah, last time I checked, you guys have a ton of downloads. It's pretty cool, actually. Like, there's just like. Consistently, I think of the. I mean, I haven't really been keeping up on the albums lately because the podcast has been taking up a lot of time. But that one has been consistently since it's been up there, like consistently at the top of the list. Like it's uh, it's very popular. So, which is really cool because that was well, three years ago. I think we put it up or something, right? Like it's yeah, it still gets a lot like, of downloads. Even with the download, like we still sold like we we ended up burning three four hundred CDRs yeah on the tour as we went because people kept trying to buy the album so. Um, even though we were like, we have it for free, you just yeah. download it for free. We're you know trying to reduce waste and and um, all the oil that that uh, you need to make plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's still people want. We still sold that many CDs, and we're like, all right, well, let's produce some CDs for the next two albums. Yeah, so like the new Ratchet and Dead Peasants Revolts albums, because uh, we, we we think we can sell them. Do you think it's because people just want to support the band? Like, people at a show want to just do something to... Yeah, yeah, it's like, um... Because you can only buy so many patches and t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And some people like a hard copy of the album. I know I do. I do, too, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a hard copy than a download card. Yeah. How are... Do you you still make those, uh... Because I remember last time I saw you play a show, which was a while back now, but you had kind of, like, DIY versions of all of your old albums also at your shows. Are you still doing that? Because that's a cool idea, like... 
So it's just yep. photocopied covers and like burnt CDs of all the past Spartatech stuff. Yeah, people still buy them like uh, pretty regularly, especially like new people who saw saw the band and they want more than just more recent material. They want to hear some of the older stuff. Yeah. We always warn them. It's like it's really poppy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I don't know. So what, like, I mean, obviously, the Brad Attack is now, you're focusing on it now because you have a new record out, you're about to go on tour and all this stuff, but, like, of the past Brad Attacks, do you have a favorite, like, a favorite era of the past, or a favorite album? I guess, I mean, start with, start with an album. Is there a favorite album of yours of the, how many have you done, five now, four? Um, this will be our fifth studio album. Um, so don't say this one because that's like the cop out that everyone would say. Oh yeah, this is the best one. I mean, even if it, even if it is, I don't know. <laughs> like, tell me which which one of the previous four. Okay, it... if the first if the recent one didn't exist, of yeah. the previous four, I think Sorrow was probably my uh, out of the four albums was probably my favorite. Why is that? Um, it was just like put a lot of like um, put a lot of heart into the songwriting. Like the the previous album, I felt was really rushed. Uh, the two thousand five album. Yeah, um, it's I I think it's like I wasn't very happy with it for a very long time until I listened to it again recently, and I was just like, wow, they did a really good job on the production. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the production team Steve Risen and uh, Mark Spikalik did like phenomenal job. Because um, I I don't know, I just didn't put enough like um, effort into that one personally. Okay. But whatever they got out of me was, it's like nowadays, I'm like, it sounds great. Yeah. And um, the album after the, those who sell, sell Sorrow, um, it was me and Jared doing all the production. And it, it yeah, it, that one turned out really good. Um, I was just really more passionate with the songwriting. And he did an amazing job with the uh, mixing and making it sound super full. And Yeah. Do you think having Jared involved, because he was on like three of the four, right? He was on three of the four albums, and Jeff Tatro was also yeah. drumming for three of the, those. Every Jared album, Jeff was playing drums, and the combination of working with Jeff and Jared just like always pushed the production to a whole other yeah. level. Do you think that's part of the sound? Like, Do you think that's, that's an identifiable part of what the Brown Attack sounds like? Because there's yeah. been so many other changes, right? Like, is, is that something that consistently sounds like the band? Yeah, yeah, just, just having those two guys, um, which, you know, this whole, this new album's a whole different step, and, you know, it's still my songwriting, but, you know, it, it has a completely different production feel. Yeah, that's cool. Um, do you want to pick another song to go with the rap thing? Yeah, yeah, um, let's choose, have you heard of the Bill Cosby Anarchy Society of America? No, but that's a pretty good name. Uh, they're a Montreal band, they're absolutely brilliant, like, and hilarious, Okay. Um, af- after the whole Bill Cosby, you know, uh, recent events, um, and they, got, they actually got sued by Bill Co- by Bill Cosby himself for really? having the, his name in their band title. They had they had abbreviated to the BCASA. Okay. Um, the Casa. Okay. Um, and they have a whole album that is uh, um, Ninja Turtle themed. Oh, that's perfect for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's called Fuck You Shredder. <laughs> uh, and, and the song's called Year of the Rat Nice Awesome Okay. Uh, and they, they sound just like Old old Hot Life Guys Holy shit like, really Yeah you're, you're gonna love them Like when Hot Life Guys Are like super silly And, and like garage rocky Oh fantastic Alright let's yeah. check Let's check that out And we'll be back <laughs> 
greatest truth of the ninja. That ultimate mastery comes not of the body, but of the mind. Together, there is nothing your four minds cannot accomplish. Help each other, draw upon one another, and always remember the true force that binds you. The same as that which brought me here tonight. That which I gladly return with my final words. All right, well, we're back with Dave from the Brad Attack on Witch Boost Radio. And what was that band called again? The Bill Cosby... Bill Cosby Anarchist Society of America. Pretty good name. And but they had to bring it to the Casa. But do they still, like, use the Bill Cosby thing casually? Or, like, even though he's... No, them? no. They, uh, after, you know, they were like, nope, we're not going to call ourselves that anymore after the whole Bill Cosby, uh, you know... The uh, ongoing... Drinking. Yeah, yeah, horrible, yeah. Horribleness, yeah, yeah. For sure. I've, uh... Have you ever, like, had legal threats <laughs> for some of the shit you say in your songs? Like the Stephen Harper thing or anything? Like, I'm surprised that that hasn't been... Surprisingly not. <laughs> Don't you have something, uh, you have something about Tom Broadbeck in your new record, right? Yeah, yeah, good old Tom. What's that What's that song? What's the deal with that song? Oh, uh, man, I just used to read it, like, horrible, yeah. like, uh, articles every day. When in the I, sun, When yeah. I read the sun, working the overnights in Esso in Winnipeg, I was just like, oh, I might as well read the sun because I'm bored. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, he was just, ugh. Yeah. It's just horrible right-wing propaganda shit. I was just like, oh, Super anti-union, like, very apologetic for, like, any type of, like, conservative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so you wrote a song so about at... him. Sorry? So you wrote a song about him. Yeah, I wrote a song about him. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that... That, that almost might have more of a chance of you getting sued than the Stephen Harper thing, because that Harper song's been out for years now, and no one's even said anything, right? Do you ever get any backlash for that? Like, I mean, for for the politics in general? Do Because, I mean, there's a lot of people who listen to punk rock who aren't necessarily going to go along with that type of politics. I mean, there's, the, there's right-wing kids who listen to punk rock, apparently. But, you know, like, do, do, have you ever had anyone, like, challenging what you're saying in the songs? Or, I mean, people Surprisingly just... Surprisingly not. Like, I've been doing this for years, and I... Yeah. I barely ever had any like um um criticism or like people of the, of the right challenging me I, I one time some skinhead from the states was like why are you like being critical of, of america i'm like well it's american imperialism blah 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 yeah never heard from him again <laughs> um yeah no it's it's strange I, i've gone this long without a lot of people going hey i like harper yeah 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 fuck you well, I, I guess people who like Harper are probably not going to find your record. Like, exactly. They're not... or... Although that one album did have American flags on it. Yep. So <laughs> maybe someone with the wrong idea might pick it up. Yeah, and <laughs> check it out. That's cool. All right, America. Yeah, yeah. I, oh no. You haven't played in the states though, have you? Have you? Have you toured in the states at all? No, no. Um, not since like nineteen ninety nine when seventeen went over the border. Oh wow. That's yeah, a, yeah, that's a long, long time since I played in the states. Do you think? I wonder if that would be any different. Like, do you think going down there would have a different response? Or I mean, there's there's kids who are like anarchists and left and everything else down there, of course, too, right? So you'd probably just be preaching to the choir, I guess. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be exactly like all, all the shows we play would probably like usually like it's usually anarchist run venues and 
kids. Yeah. And I, and I imagine in Europe it's the same deal, right? I mean, I think when I saw pictures of your tour last time you went there, it was a lot of weird little punk squats and things like that. Yeah, we played mostly like anti-fascist festivals or, or, or squat shows, which is always run by like um, very left people. Yeah, of course, yeah. How do you book shows out there? Um, internet. Yeah. Um, th- there's, there's like websites with connections and there's also like making friends from um, doing the touring and stuff. They always have like little helpful contacts that we can contact to book shows with. Cool, cool. So, have you had any bands from there, like, want to come over to Canada, or is that, like, is there a quid pro quo um, thing going on here? You, you, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing, or, or what? We, we, we've been trying to encourage people to come over, but we haven't had any success. Um, yeah, no one ever really wants to come over here. Yeah. <laughs> our, our friends Wasted Youth from, uh, from, I can't even pronounce the name of the city, but Schwabish Gmund. Okay. Schwabish Gmund. Um... We can try and get them to come over because they're really awesome dudes. Like, really tough guy, but anti-fascist, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. But no dice? No dice. No, no, one, no one wants to do it. No. Are you, uh, so, in addition to the Europe tour, are you doing a Canadian tour as well? or With this brand attack, or what? Um, probably eventually. Like, now that we're, we're situated in a more central location, getting down to, like, the States or going around is going to be a lot easier than being... In Newfoundland, which is a thousand miles away from everything. Yeah, it seems like almost you picked the two worst places to start a tour from, like Winnipeg <laughs> and then Newfoundland. <laughs> but I guess yeah, I, I guess Ottawa, you have a chance to go to a lot of a lot of really close cities. Like even if you did like a tour for like a weekend, you could hit up a bunch of places without a lot of driving. Oh yeah, like we're playing Montreal on like uh, March third and. Um, like Dead Peasants is going down to London for like an anarchist uh, fundraiser in April. Oh, cool. Um, and like once we have the album out, we're going to start trying to. Well, and also when it's going to get less cold, we're going to do little weekend runs here and there. Yeah, that's cool. Is the band is this current lineup? Do you think it's going to stick for a while, or do you think it'll be the same situation you had? I mean, I don't know if you want to. Like, I'm not telling you to ask you to shit talk your current band members or anything, but like, do you yeah, feel man, like this is a guys? <laughs> they, they ain't true. Um, no, I, I, they seem really committed and passionate about it. Yeah. So I, I think we're, I think we're in the clear for, you know, having a solid, a solid lineup for at least a little bit. That's good. And they're all, they're Until all, someone... they're all touring with you and stuff. Like it's all everyone who is on the album is. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. That's just, that's good. That's a change, I guess. Right. <laughs> From the past, <laughs> past lineups. That's cool. Yep. Um, do you have another song to go with rat? Um, yeah. Um, the band, you know, blood brothers. Yeah. I love the blood brothers. Uh, they have a song called Rat Rider.
right, that was the Blood Brothers, Rat Rider. And I'm back with Dave from the Brad Attack and from Dead Peasants Revolt and everything else. And, uh, yeah, that band's, that band's amazing. They're so good. So good. I, I don't know. I don't know what you call that kind of music that they do. It is awesome. Like, the two vocalists is really cool. Uh, the keyboard sometimes they have is really cool. Everything is cool. Lyrics are crazy. It's a good choice. Awesome. Um, so, you have a lot of stuff on Witch Police already. Like, a lot of music from Brad Attack is on there. I mean, there's... Most of the albums are up there uh, for free download. Uh, a bunch of live stuff, uh, the B-Sides album, things like that. Like, is there anything that the Brad Attack has recorded that isn't out there now? I mean, whether it's on Witch Police or somewhere else. I mean, over the years, you've had so many different lineups of the band. Were there any, like, demos or albums that didn't come out or anything like that? Yes. Um, I found a uh, cassette demo of uh, some of the early, early stuff recently. Oh, cool. And I, I have yet to digitize it, but uh, I'm going to get around to that soon. What, what lineup is that from? Uh, that's from like uh, with uh, Jeff and Anna in Santiago. Oh wow, that's cool. That's cool. So is there like I mean, does the, the, the B sides album and all that stuff? Did you make physical copies of that as well to sell your shows? Yep. Or yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we do. Because there must be hundreds uh, of songs by now. Yes. You'd think. I mean, like. Just, I mean, I know you recycle some of the songs, you know, with different different albums and stuff, but or redo them or whatever. But just the sheer amount of material out there there's got to be at least 100 right yep <laughs> yep easily yeah what's your what's your favorite song to play from the old stuff like with the from new the band? old stuff uh, does the new band do anything particularly well from the old stuff uh we uh we don't go anything past uh well we do enemy oh yeah uh that's from 2003 uh we, we do infinite bickering that's from the, that's from the first one uh second second, second one that's right some destruction yeah 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 yeah, that's that sounds good when we do the uh, dueling uh, guitar mini tapping. Yeah, 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 intro. yeah, right on. That's cool. So, okay, so your album is going to be out by the time so I was doing the math. It'll be out by the time this comes out. So, uh, what is it called? Remind people what it's called, where they can find it, and uh, how they can hear it. Um, it, the album's called, and they called us Savages. Um, out on our own label, Third Generation Records. Uh, you'll be able to hear it on our Bandcamp. Okay. Um, iTunes and. For, uh, you can listen to it on the Witch Police website. What's the what's the Bandcamp address? Um, pretty sure it's just um, the Brad Tech Bandcamp. You know what? I'll, or, I'll put a link up on the Witch Police page where people get this episode so they'll be able to find it. So, um, And then your tour dates, is there somewhere they can find that too? Where, where, where do they get that from? Um, probably our, um, our uh, Facebook page will have all the tour dates posted once we have it. Um, more than... We have one show event confirmed, okay. and then the rest we're just waiting on um, yays or nays. Okay, cool. And then the, the yeah, the album will be. Are we gonna have it streaming on which place or what's the? Uh... Yep, yep. Okay, so we'll yeah. have the full full album ready for, um, for stream. Okay, so people will, will by the time you hear this, that'll have all been all figured out, <laughs> and you'll be able to go to whichplace.com and find the streaming album. You can also go to whichplace.com and find all a hundred and whatever episodes of this show. Uh, for free download and streaming. Um, you can find us on the actual radio Monday nights at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM in Winnipeg or umfm.com if you're not here. And we're on Facebook, on Twitter, on SoundCloud, on Instagram, and all that crap. And we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is just like a hub for Winnipeg podcasts. It's actually started off with like three or four shows, 
and now it's doubled in size. Like every day, there's more people joining up, which is really cool. So it's not all music stuff. I mean, it's mostly not music stuff. It's people just talking about like there's a video game one, a comic book one, whatever, and like anything people are doing podcasts about. We encourage people to check out garbagehillnetwork.com and uh, listen to other people doing weird little radio shows from their basements. You know. <laughs> so um, we're gonna end uh, the show here, but I want you to pick uh, a Brad Attack song from the new record that you would like to highlight, and we'll go out on one of the new songs. Jeez, a new one. Oh, my God. Uh, Play the title track, um, Dirty Eights Filled Indian. Can you tell me something about the song before we play it? I mean, the title is pretty... uh... Yeah, I know. It's pretty shocking. We were actually going to call the album that, but then the rest of the band band members talked me out of it. Right, so Uh, so explain that. It was a racial Sorry? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, someone hurled a racial slur at me one day, and that's what they said. And it stuck with me, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to call the song that. Okay. And uh, just talk about racism uh, and my own personal experiences. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a super angry song. It's probably like the angriest song I've ever written. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, uh, let's go out on that song. All right, thanks for, thanks for talking to me. And, uh, yeah, people should definitely check out your new record. And all the other Brad Attack stuff. We actually have a page on Wish Police that's been sitting there for a few years that just has like everything all in one spot. It says 10 years of the Brad Attack now, but it's been like more than that since that page has been up. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll update it. Yeah. But whatever. There's a page right on the top menu bar of the site, wishpolice.com, and you can download like a ton of Brad Attack stuff. So yeah, I'll uh, talk to you later and I'll talk to everyone else next week. Yeah.